be to God. Hallelujah. We thank God for the voice of victory and for the and for the ministration through the powerful song. Will you please uh, bring out your Bible or your hands as you remain standing? Bring out your Bible. Up your, uh, your iPhone, the Bible, the traditional Bible is what I'm asking. If you go to a church where you don't need Bible, something is wrong with that church. And uh, if you don't have uh, your Bible with you, you must endeavor to bring your Bible to the church. I don't know why you don't bring your Bible to the church. You must bring your Bible to the church because Bible is the final authority of the church. This is my Bible. It is written by the fingers of God. It is the word of God for all seasons and for all times. It is the revelation of the enduring love of God. I am what he says I am. The Lord says it. I believe it. And that satisfies it. Let us bow down before the Lord and pray. Father God, we thank you very, very, very much for this hour. We praise your name. We exalt your name because you are the living God. Father God, we, we thank you because you are worthy of praise and you are worthy of our, ador of our adoration. Father, as we come before you this hour to seek you, as we come before you this hour to praise you and go into the word of God, we ask, oh God, that you will come and bless us, you will come and touch us, you will come and empower us, you will come and send down your anointing from above that will help us to understand and gain knowledge of the truth that you have for us even today. Let your servant decrease and let Jesus Christ alone increase. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, O Lord, we have prayed. Amen. You may be seated. We thank the Lord for this hour. Today is the day that our church have set aside to be another church family thanksgiving. Because we give God the glory. We always want to thank the Lord. In fact, every day is a day of thanksgiving to the almighty God. When we wake up early in the morning, we should thank the Lord for helping us for watching over us throughout the darkness of night and for bringing us to this new day. Whatever the day that God has given to us, we thank the Lord, we give him praises for everything he has done for us in, his, uh, you know, in this year. And uh, that we have come to the third quarter is, uh, I mean, is a powerful praise in the sight of God. There are a lot of people who started this year with us they are not given the grace 
to see this past, uh, you know, third quarter. So we are grateful that God has given us, you know, this, uh, you know, uh, third quarter. And, and God have endeavors, has given us the privilege, you know, to enter into the fourth quarter of this year, 2019. That is why we are thanking the Lord as a church family, giving God the glory, giving God the adoration for all that he has done for us. Because what he has done for us, we cannot begin to tell it all. But we thank the Lord for everything. That is why I have chosen today for us to just the power of praise. The power of praise. A nine-year-old Willie was kidnapped or was abducted by these people. And that is in 2004, he was kidnapped. A nine-year-old Willie. Why he was kidnapped? He remembered the time that he has been in the church, that he, the the parents have brought him to the church. He has been worshiping the church. He has been singing in the church. And the Lord brought to his mind some of his favorite songs. And he began to sing. He began to sing. And the people that abducted him told him to be quiet. He would not be quiet. He would not stay quiet. He just kept on singing, singing aloud inside the car while they were driving around. The parents were looking for him. The people within the domain, they were looking for him. The police were looking for him. But his child, because he has been, he has been tossed, he has been blessed to be to be, you know, to be part and pastor of worship service. He just began to sing songs of praises, pray gospel songs. He began to sing. Even though they tried to silence him, he did not stop. When he came to a point after they had been driving through, driving around these people, only God knows the reason why they were just driving around. We don't know the reason why they were driving around. But at a point in time, they stopped in a place and told him to get out of the car. And he got out of the car. He was saved because even in his situation, even in his condition, instead of him to be crying, to be shedding tears, to be having pity party, and all the rest, he kept on singing gospel songs. You know, and he kept on singing his songs so much that the glory of heavens filled that particular car to the extent that the people there, they don't know what they are doing. They have to let him out of the car. That is a very powerful something. Powerful something. That's what I want us to see from the passage that uh, has been given to us even this moment. You know, 
in the second missionary campaign of Paul, he went along with Silas because there was a kind of a, a kind of a disputation or a kind of a disagreement between him and Barnabas because he, he does not want to take along with him your mark. And as a result of that, you know, Barnabas went another way and Paul took Silas. As they were preaching in Antioch, preaching the gospel, telling the people about the Lord Jesus Christ, they were arrested there, they were flogged, they were beaten, and they were put in jail. Now, you can imagine that, put in jail. Now, they could have been having pity party in that, in that jail. You know, telling all kinds of stuff. Lord, you have seen us. We were preaching the gospel. They arrested us because of you. And we are here. They did not say all those things. But they began in the prison yard to sing hymns, praises to God. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes we have to understand in our predicaments, in our situation, we have to learn to sing praises to thank the Lord. No matter the situations in our lives, we have to endeavor, we have to learn to thank the Lord, to give him praises, to give him adoration. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. While they were singing, suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. While they were singing hymns, praising God, thanking the Lord, gospel songs, The chains that binds them came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. Because you know that uh, within the prison yard is a Roman prison yard. And uh, if prisoners happens to escape from that place, you know, the jailer is going to be killed. But Paul shouted to him and said, don't harm yourself. We are all here. Our chains have, have came loose. You know, 
said, we are still here. The jailer came, called for lives, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. Because that something was a strange occurrence to the jailer. It was a miracle to him. He then thought, brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? He did not ask them any other question of any form. He just asked them, what must I do to be saved? Because he knew this is not the working of Paul and Silas, but this is the working of the God of Paul and Silas, who came into the prison yard with his power, with his glory, with earthquake, and their chains came loose. Glory be to God. They reply, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all others in his house. At that hour of the night, the, the jailer took them and washed their wounds because they have been beaten, they have been flogged. Then immediately, he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set meal before them. He was filled with joy. He had come to believe, I mean to believe in God, he and his household. Now, I, listen to this. First of all, Paul told them, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. And they spoke, after he had spoken to them, the the, the, the basic that they have to understand that they have to believe in the Lord Jesus. They, they, Paul explained to them what it means. That was what he said. Then they spoke the word of the Lord and to the elders in his house. Explaining, I believe, all the I mean, what it means to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe it is, it, I, mean, it, I mean, it includes working with the Lord Jesus Christ after you have believed. Placing your trust in him, working with him, having faith and trust in him. He explained all those things and eventually they were baptized. The power of praise is so great. Instead of having pity party, sleepless nights, and always, it is good for us to learn 
to praise God in situations of our lives. Time of challenges will come. We come to our lives, we come to us. Let us learn instead of having pity party. About all these things, let us learn to praise God. God is the one that has the capacity to enter into your situations and bring relief to you and set you free from that kind of, whatever might be the condition, God is the one that has everything to touch you, to lift you up and to set you free. Three things in the life of Paul and Silas. When they were arrested, when they were beaten, when they were flogged, when they were put in prison. The first thing is this, Paul and Silas, they were full of faith. Now, they could have uh, have all kinds of things in their lives, but they chose because of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. They chose to just continue to declare the praise of God. Through songs of, uh, you know, uh, through gospel songs, hymns of praise, hymns of adoration. You see, they came and they continued to praise God, full of faith. The Bible says in Acts eleven twenty six. You know, he described Barnabas. When he was in Antioch, because Antioch church was, you know, was growing and was developing. And, I, and so they, they, they invited Barnabas to, to the church at Antioch, and he went there. But he was, he was described, he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Paul and Silas were full of faith. Because when you are full of faith, you do not continue to grumble. You do not continue to complain about anything. Sometimes, some of us, we have graduated into the sphere of complaining, just complaining, complaining of everything. We do not look inwardly into what God has done in our lives. To thank God for, look into your life and see what God has done for you and stop complaining. Daniel was a man full of faith. He was not serving other gods. He was serving the living God. 
he was put in the lion's den. There, in, his, in, in that lion's den, I believe Daniel was praising God in that place. And the lions were just there playing with him. <laughs> playing with him. Because the Lord was with him. He, was, he, he didn't just go there and started complaining to God. That God, you see me now. I know if he started complaining, the lion could have eaten him up. You see, is it very important? Praise has something powerful that it does in the lives of his children when we begin to praise the Lord. Glorify his name. No matter your situation, no matter your condition, if you learn to praise the Lord, God Almighty will come through for you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were rejoicing when, when they were thrown into the fiery furnace. They were bold, they were courageous. Because the Lord, when the Lord saw them that they were willing to die, God showed up. God showed up his, they are not just, just only the only one inside the furnace. Jesus Christ was right there with them. The flame does not have any effect upon them. Because these men were men of praise. Let us, is when, we, when, we, when we journey through and we see that um, we were men or women full of faith, we will walk by faith and not by sight. No matter the situation, no matter the condition. That is what happens to Paul and Silas. They were men full of faith. The second thing I want to say is that they were men full of total surrender to the will of God. Total surrender to the will of God. Because I don't think you understand when people, when a child of God truly surrendered to God. You see, it's just like a you know, in the war, people fighting wars and do all kinds of things. But, but when the battle, you know, is raging and the other party surrendered and they raised, you know, uh, white flags, that means they surrender to the opposing army. Brethren, we have to learn to surrender to God because it is good, it is nice to say from our lips 
that we surrender to God. But within our hearts, we are not surrendering to our, I mean, surrendering ourselves to God. They have surrendered everything. It is either I die or live. It doesn't matter. That is the idea of Paul and Silas. When they were in that prison yard, they had been flogged, they had been beaten. They did not go there to be, to be complaining and murmuring in any form, in any shape. They went to the place full of complete surrender. It just means that, Lord, in all circumstances, I surrender everything to you. Whatever you want to do with me, do it with me. You have to come to that point in your life, brethren, my sisters and my brothers. That is what, that is the, the way that you can praise God, you can thank God, you can sing gospel songs. Joshua 24, 23 says, Now then said Joshua, Throw away the foreign gods that are among you. And listen to this. And yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. Yield your heart. Surrender your hearts to the Lord. Job says in 1315, though he slay me, yet I will hope in him. You see, just say it, it doesn't matter. You, 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 I mean, you can read the book of Job. You can see all the things that happens to him. But in, the, in, in all those respects, he says, my hope will always be in him. Always be in him. In Philippians 3.10, I mean, the, 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 the third thing that I want you to see in this, not only, you know, they were full of total surrender to the will of God. They were full of joy. Full of joy. Can you imagine that? After you have been flogged, you have been beaten, and you were in prison. And there in the prison, yeah, they were full of joy. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is interesting. Instead of us in the prison to be complaining and murmuring and all kinds of things. You know, I believe today you will go home and think about it. Telling your wives, telling your husbands, enough of complaining and murmuring. I'm going to be filled with joy. The joy of the Lord is the source of my strength. Source of my strength. When you have the joy in your hearts, the Lord of heavens will fill you with his joy. 
with his power. They were full of joy. They were, they, they were not, you know, they were willing to participate in the suffering of Christ. In the suffering of Christ. Paul says this. He said, I want to know Christ. That is the one thing he said in Philippians 3.10. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. This is very important, very important. He does not want to know Christ alone. He does not want to know about his power of his resurrection. But together he wants to participate in his sufferings. That is why Paul was on the, you know, was together with Silas in that prison yard. He knew that he was suffering for the sake of Christ. He began to sing gospel songs. You cannot sing gospel song in tears. Sing gospel songs with joy. Praising God. Praising God. First Peter 4.13 says, But rejoice in as much as you participate in the suffering of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Full of joy. Psalm 28 verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him. And he helps me. My heart lives for joy. And with my song, I praise him. With my song, I praise him. In the life of the psalmist, these challenges and all the rest that he faced, he declared, you know, by saying, the Lord is my strength. We can praise God and give him thanksgiving. Habakkuk 3.18 says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. First of all, you have to be full of faith. Faith, full of faith. You have to be full of total surrender to the will of God. And thirdly, you have to be full of joy. That is the power of praise. You have to be full of joy. And God Almighty will come down to you 
to minister to you, to deliver you, to increase your strength, because God Almighty has, you know, is, is, is in the midst. The Bible says, God inhabit the praise of his children. Inhabit the praise. That is why when Paul and Silas were singing gospel songs and praises to God, because God inhabited the praises, God listened and God came down in his mighty power. And when he entered the prison yard, something glorious happened. Something glorious happened. With earthquakes in the prison yards and everything, their chains that they bind them with all came loose. Came loose. Their feet were shackles to the ground. Shackles to all kinds of things that they have in the prison yard. Everything came loose because God inhabits the praise of his children. Oh, my God. I want you to listen to that. Listen to that. The same thing happens to Peter. Peter was put in prison. They killed James. And then they felt that uh, people were happy about that and they seized Peter and they put him in prison. Peter stays in prison. He did not go there complaining and murmuring. Majority of the apostles or the disciples went through a lot of difficult times. Both before, before his head was cut off during the time of nurses in Germany. He was singing gospel songs to the place where his head will be cut off. Children of God, we have to understand the God that we serve is able, more than able. Peter in the prison yard where the people couldn't sleep. He slept. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He slept. He slept. And, and the angel of the Lord came down to the place. And just, just took him. And just touched him. And all the chains that binds him you know, were broken loose. And Peter, he was taken out of the place. You can imagine the kind of comfort in spite of the fact that Peter has been flogged, has been beaten and put in prison. He could have been there complaining and murmuring unto God. 
God, why this? God, why that? Or this? Or, or this? Or that? Sometimes when we get, sometimes some of us, when we just get a, a kind of a speeding ticket, you are the one speeding. They gave you a ticket. Boy, oh, I, oh Lord, I pay my tithe in the church. And they do this. I do that. What does, what does that have to do with that? What, what, I mean, what does God have to do with that? Instead of you to thank the Lord that he stopped you and the peace officer gave you a ticket. Because you don't know what is happening in the front, where you are going. You don't understand everything. What we can see is just now. Instead of you to praise, instead of you murmuring, complaining to God. Let us learn to praise God, to thank him, to exalt his name, to magnify his name, and you will see the power of God. The power of God that will come down to you. In this realm of this world, brethren, we are going to have challenges. Challenges. But God Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is indeed our strength. He will lead us through. He will, he will, you know, he, he will set free all body chains in your life. The body chains of the enemy that says you will not arrive into that place that God has ordained you to arrive to. God Almighty will break the body chains as you continue to praise him and thank him and glorify him instead of complaining, instead of murmuring. God's name will be exalted. When you go to the hospital and the announcement of the doctors is not good. Praise God. Thank him. Glorify him. God is the one. Doctors are just trying to do the treatment. God is the one that brings about healing. The touch of his grace is there for us. To touch us, to move mightily in our lives. I challenge you today to learn to thank the Lord. This is the day of our church family thanksgiving. To just count our blessings. Count your blessings. And see what God have done. Stand up with me this moment. You want to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? You are welcome to do so now. If you are if you are if you are a child of God, you know the way you have been walking is not is not right. But as a child of God, you want to rededicate your life again to the Lord. Jesus Christ, you can come to this altar and come and pray unto him. You don't have to take my hands. If you have been worshiping with us for some time,